0: Podcast
1: is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, to a slightly uh, anarchic Spurs show here, it is I hey. may have problems putting <laughs> this one together. <laughs> Uh, for a start, we've been thrown a curveball because poor Mike Rollo, who was due on this week, uh, has had car trouble and he's stranded by the side of a road in Hoddesdon. Can't get his uh, car going; he's waiting for for the relief services. So, uh, heart goes out to him. Spoke to him earlier, but we'll definitely have him on in the new year to continue his uh, inside uh, anecdotes from the um, from his long service at uh, Tottenham Hotspur recently ended uh but i'm delighted to say two people who have made it through the the dark christmas shopping uh cold wet night in london uh one is uh, mr paul cramer who's sitting here hi yeah uh, um adam and Ants also had car trouble do you remember yes that? i remember that song very well there you go yeah i do remember that song that was good a evening everyone single, wasn't it yep and rob white has managed to get here too good evening how are you, Rob? I'm well,
2: thank you. Yeah, very well.
1: Good, good. Good to see you both. Two stalwart members of the Spurs show squad, of course. I reckon, uh, I was thinking about this, you know, if they did the appearances like you do with players, I reckon you two would be like the Mabba, Mabba, and... Uh, Perriman. No, no, I don't think you're Perriman. I think Mike no. Lee can claim to be Perriman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Certain. Yeah. No. I think maybe Mabba, maybe a bit of Mabba, maybe a bit of... Who are the other big... <laughs> who are the other big appearance? I mean, you've got a... Chris Hewton? Chrissy Hutton, that's a good shout. Yeah, Chrissy Hutton. Let's say we. Could, Paul Miller. I've got the Hutton and Hutton and Mabbott with me here. Okay, lads, we've got so much to talk about: on-field stuff, off-field stuff, political stuff, everything. <laughs> we've got to talk. We want to talk about Paul's new job <laughs> okay, in the community. I've just come from my uh, office party. He's, he's come straight now. When I said that so. earlier about the an- anarchism, I'm talking about Paul is. Refreshed. I'm just going to say refreshed. Tired I'm not going to say emotional. lubricated. Tired, tired and emotional. Seasonal. He's seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look at Rob's knees. Rob's <laughs> stone-cold sober. So am I. That'll help me. Um, I think we, what we should do is do it in the old traditional way and we'll start at the beginning. And the beginning is Bayern Munich away. The deadest of dead rubbers. <sighs> oh. I think we all thought what he needed to do there was just treat it as an opportunity to look at the players he hasn't had much chance to look at in a game situation against, against good good. Opposition. And and I think that's exactly what he did. The result was meaningless. Didn't matter at all. Gave him a chance to look. And I think the consensus is that out of that experiment, you tell me if you agree with this, guys, uh, Sessignon emerged. Yeah. As he had played a very good game, showed himself to be pacey, enterprising, scored a very, very good goal. He was the big plus. The big minus... I felt, personally, was Lichelso. Lichelso slipped right down the pecking order and he looked like a player lacking in confidence for obvious reasons because uh, before the the managerial change, I thought he was playing well. What do you you think?
0: He took a dive as well, didn't he, when the guy walked into him and he threw himself to the floor. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah. But well, that's you know. I don't think Loscillo will be staying much longer. Really,
1: yeah. you actually would go that far already.
0: I think he's missing Pochettino already, and he's going to just Is it ter- it out.
1: I, I think that's a terrible shame because when I've what I have seen of him before this particular game, we, we, he did not have a good game against Bayern. But before that, whenever I'd seen him, I thought this looks like a player who's deeply classy who just needs to settle in and have some game time. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I
2: think I think he'll he'll be alright I don't think he'll go. I think Paul's wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm always wrong <laughs> Yeah, in my book. You're always wrong. Do you know what? He's it's this weird time of year where everything is blurred into one and I'd forgotten that was just a week ago. Yeah. So amazing, I it? It actually like got, ago, I got a last minute ticket to go and see Frankie Boyle at half past five. Oh, I did that the week before? Tuesday evening. Oh, really? So I only saw it's the second half. Yeah. So I only saw the second half, sec. so I'm no judge of the game, but I saw mm. the highlights yeah I thought it was right.
1: yeah I mean it didn't matter he did exactly the right thing exactly used it as a as a sort of I I watched the game I was in a pub
0: in Rochdale where they were having a (laughs) eat as many burgers as you can competition sounds absolutely fantastic it was it was worth the trip just for that alone yeah and, uh, it was a dead rubber, as we know. And yeah. the game was meaningless. Dead rubber then, is probably I, I what did,
1: the, was that what the burgers tasted like the, as well? The burgers
0: were the dead rubber were as you, well. Were you dressed as a cowboy? I was dressed as Mike Harding. That's uh. correct, yes. <laughs> look it up, kids. And, uh. <laughs> and look up car trouble as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 1981. Yeah. And, uh, I, um. Uh, yeah, the, the game was meaningless Absolutely yeah. It was like, it was like yeah. who
1: cares? Yeah, but you, know? you were looking So you were using but, it to look. You were looking for yeah. for reasons to um, But he left the best players behind at he home He did, yeah Which so is a good idea he, and did Harry. All the, he did everything right
0: He did do everything
1: right Yeah And,
0: and I think we did well We only lost 3-1 three, three, one, Yeah, one. and
1: they, they, obviously they were at home They, were, they fielded a stronger side Yes and Apart from um, Lua, Lewandowski Lewandowski was on, was on was the bench sword, but yeah, But yeah. nevertheless It was a stronger side than we had but um, yeah. yes, was. I was quite—I was perfectly unperturbed um, by the result, mm-hmm. and I was—I was encouraged by Cessignon. It's interesting that Cessignon, when he first became famous, when he was like 16, he was yeah. like—he uh, was a left back, wasn't he? Mm. And then he's one of those players. He, you know, his, um, I, don't know, I think you got a text there, Paul. Uh, his um, Sessignon's progress and his whole story is reminding me of a certain Gareth Bale who also emerged at a very young age, 16, also as initially a left-back, but incredibly pacey and exciting. And of course, as his career went on, he he went further and further up the team. Uh, I wonder if that's Sessignon's story. Uh, Also, the other thing about Bale... Was that Bale? Early on, even by the time he'd come to Spurs, we would paid quite a lot of money for him. It was in the balance whether he was going to make the grade or not. wasn't getting in the team. There was yeah, talk yeah. of selling yeah. him to Nottingham Forest, etc. We all know the story. Mm-hmm. And Cessignon. So even though Cessignon has stuttered a bit over the last year, firstly at Fulham and, and in his early Tottenham career, I looked at him the other night. I thought, wow, he's got the raw material to be something special.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's stuttered at Tottenham at all. I just don't. Well, think he's, he's had an injury, given... basically. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Well, if that's a stutter, yeah, then yeah. fine. Yeah, I think he is going to become. The most important of the three new signings that we made in the summer. Right. In the long term. Well,
1: I mean, so clearly you regard him as more important than Le, Le Celso. So.
0: Yes, definitely. And Ndombele, who seems to be very injury prone as well. Mm. Uh, I-, I would say, although Ndombele is also very young, because he's only 20- 22, I think one, yeah. 22. He's yeah. still younger than yeah, Harry Winks yeah. and Dele Alli. He yeah, yeah, always yeah, will yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: unless they die before him sorry to hold on
0: (laughs) let's not go there Uh, I think uh, Ryan Ryan Cessignon. that's his name
1: isn't it yes it is (laughs)
0: correct brilliant player
1: yeah, I England agree. international I, I'm hugely uh, encouraged I'm mean, for me I think all three of them look like good players yeah, yeah. I agree. none of them are bedded in yet but it's interesting of course a new manager what we've seen with uh, Mourinho now we'll, we'll move on maybe to now to the Wolves game because what, what he did in the Wolves game the most significant thing before the game had even started was he picked the same lineup two Premier League games running for the first... I think that's the first time it happened since...
0: Nearly two and a half yeah, years, ago. Yeah,
1: since 2017, wasn't it? Yep. Which is incredible. It tells you a couple of things. One is Pochettino was obviously... Although he, no one ever said it, because he was doing so Be well. He was basically, was the tinker man, too. <laughs> but the second thing about it, it tells you, is that Mourinho has a very, very clear idea of what he wants and who he likes. And he picks a team... It's a very different team, and it's a different philosophy. We expected it. Uh, it's a very set... Way of playing. It's a back four. It's two combative uh, central midfielders, two very pacey wide men, a number ten off the main striker. The only thing I would say is that that actually the number t- uh, Kane and delhi they move back and forwards a lot. don't they? De- mm. Kane comes deep quite a lot yep. and lets yeah, yeah. go forward and everything. But it's a very clear and almost quite old-fashioned way of playing. Two wingers and a, and a centre forward and a, and a number ten, and a, and it's working. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it just helps us
2: to get a bit of pace. For yep. one thing, yep. straight off, which I we mean, didn't have,
1: Potch never played them no, both no. together. Did he, um, Lucas and, and Son, Summer? That's why. That's why you felt like that's why Lucas never got in the team because he was only ever going to play one, and Son was ahead of him in the queue.
2: Yeah, I did a bit of an old school. I uh, listened to the radio commentary uh, the on weekend. the Wolves game. Yeah. yeah, on the Wolves game, and it, it did sound. It probably looked very, very, very nervy. Yeah,
0: yeah it was. It be like that for what Paul? station
1: did you listen to?
2: I listened to it on all of the, uh, all, the all of the stations that had it on, Paul. <laughs>
1: Well, on the ground I watched it I've listened to so many away games on the radio in the old days yeah, and, yeah. The, and they are it's torture isn't it because it sounds so frantic and so desperate all the time those yeah, away exactly.
2: games exactly. And,
1: it, and in fact this game must have been more than ordinarily so because Wolves are such a good side but I mean I'll, they're as good a side as we've played all season Paul's got a newspaper I started reading
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was fairly uh, surprised when I watched the highlights because actually I thought we did alright and well, uh, yeah they had a they had
1: a lot of Possession? You know what it was. First of all, the lineup and then the game itself had Mourinho written all over it because they had all the possession, they dominated, they played all the football, but we made by far the better chances.
0: This is nothing new, though, with Spurs scoring late goals, okay? It's as if you.
1: No. they've rewritten well,
0: history and suddenly revisionism is that. We never scored late goals under Pochettino. We oh, scored we tons to. we of just late stopped goals doing it. Pochettino. We just stopped doing it in the league. I remember a game against last year. Ajax.
1: Do you remember that game? I said in the league. In the okay, league.
0: and in the league, we did it against Fulham in January.
1: In January, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the last time. Well, that was our last away December. win? We're December.
0: Yeah. The fact that Mourinho's won two games away from home and Pochettino has only won one this
1: year... I punch. like this. Mourinho's this only been there. Okay, so let me develop this. Today thought. is
0: Mourinho's one month anniversary.
1: Paul. I like this. I'm de- let's develop this thought, Paul. Are you? It was on are a you Tuesday. Still, uh, Mourinho what? refused. I'm not I get, t- totally anti Mourinho. You're still
2: not going to, stadium, still going to the
0: stadium, Paul? I'm still going to the stadium, but I'm not supporting Mourinho. Why not? Because I'm still grieving for a loss of my favourite manager of all time. <laughs> Lie me. I love that man. <laughs> oh no. He's oh actually, dear, we've set him off. He's He's got one to too many
2: gins. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, d- I still can't get over people th- uh, that won't accept Mourinho
0: because there okay. are still
2: people out there that are just having none of it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I've accepted the Tory winning the election. You know, there's a lot of things what? I'm not what? accepting what? Right, what? right now. Okay? No one's told Rob about that. <laughs> Jesus, Don't
1: I'm basically
0: not. I'm giving Mourinho the jury is out. Okay, it's the honeymoon period. And, yep.
1: and What's going on in my hair? Paul, Paul is okay, now. So, um, oh my god. So basically, okay, just, to, just listeners, because uh, right. what you need to know is Paul started picking at his face as if there was some alien on it. And then he just grabbed his Tottenham Hotspur baseball cap, threw it to the table, and out of it came about 100 raffle tickets, like the old. Uh, ticker tape. Ardiles and Velia ticker tape effect. And now we're covered in uh, raffle tickets.
2: 387? Yellow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're all yellow. Paul, are you going to explain this in any way yeah. or I can't you don't have to? I can't explain it. <laughs> he can't explain it. Fine. Okay, so you can't accept Mourinho. You can't, ex- you can't explain the hat. Um, I, for me, I watched the, I watched the Wolves game yeah. and it felt like an old-style Pochettino performance in some ways in that we kept going, kept going, kept going. Both Tottenham goals, by the way, in fact, all three goals in the game, to be fair, were absolutely excellent. Paul, that rustling is Paul's got a packet of Jaffa Cakes out and he's having one. He's off. Of, I don't want one, thanks. I wouldn't... Don't eat on the... Uh, <clears throat> I think um, that, it, in a way, it was like Pochettino's Tottenham in that we kept going. The grit and the determination yeah. and yeah, yeah. the unity, all of that stuff that you get that, that it inevitably dilutes, you know, when a, when a manager is coming towards the end of his cycle, is back. And that's great to see. There yeah. were question marks over Mourinho whether he, whether he still had it. He, has, he still got it. He's at least generated that the next question will be how long he can keep it up but that team looks black together again it looks determined and they were absolutely the cock-a-hoop at the end it was a great header by uh, Vertonghen wasn't it the way he guided it in absolutely brilliant and the first goal as well,
0: Lucas's goal was was fantastic. And he was instructed to go up for that corner by that manager whose name I will not. Really? Did he, did, he, did he say yeah, go yeah, up? The, yeah. The, uh, oh, that's great. the they, they highlighted on Match of oh, Day okay. 2. Okay. Tra- Traore should have been marking him and had be- come off for an injury and was oh, going okay. back on. Clever. I, I, Clever. I thought the. Um, Details is I same. thought
2: that the genus analysis after uh, Match of Day 2 was, was very good because he was talking about the. The midfielders not being good enough at distributing at the moment. They're playing with their backs to, to yeah. So it was it was like Pochettino uh, at the end of the Pochettino reign. It was like the AVB days, yeah, where the midfielder just gets his he gets the ball but he's got his back to goal he just passes it straight back to the centre back and they're not the guys that should be distributing and creating
1: well that's the that's I guess the trade-off of this Mourinho approach is that you don't get creative players in the engine room you get engine room players players who can break play up and uh, and who are uh, instinctively defensive I think the
2: inference was that even the engine room players Dyer in particular the distribution just wasn't good enough the Portuguese man of war when he had the ball.
1: Yeah. So, to, from him.
2: Yeah, yeah that's I what I think, I'm saying. Yeah, but even the... So the pass he gave to the defender then put the defender in trouble. Our Never mind captain. that he wasn't
1: passing it forward, he was yeah. passing it backward It's bad. like
2: us playing bad. out from the back. We yeah. just not... We haven't got players that can take we've stopped that.
1: playing out from the back. Under Mourinho. I mean... Yeah, I, I mean it does. It is a worry though, the quality of those central midfielders. Dyer it gets better and better, but only in a certain way. And that was people were highlighting some of the challenges he was putting in on Sunday, which were <laughs> let's call them robust.
0: It was like the old Chelsea Spurs exactly, game, wasn't it? Exactly. it was a return to that.
1: And you know, stuff. obviously, there's a place for that, it. but you've got to offer a bit more than that, really. It's not otherwise you're talking you go back to the days of Tommy Smith and Peter Story, aren't you? If, you, if you're, that's all you're going to do, he's got to do more than that. Occasionally yeah. he puts in a good pass, but his passing generally isn't that good. A much much better passer is Harry Winks but Harry Winks doesn't offer the physicality. Sissoko, of course, is very physical and big and imposing. And gives away penalties. You just don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, you don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> I okay. wonder if he might go for a, if he goes for anyone, if there's any money at all, whether that's the position he might go, because he's a key position in a Mourinho team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you look at uh, p- people that played for him in the past, McAuley and, uh, who did he, what's his name, Matic? Matic, yeah. Yeah. He he will make signings in January. He will. And also, the other thing that's quite interesting is the back four, where there isn't really a recognised left back in that back four. Obviously, Davis is injured. He seems to have gone off rows, which means that Batongan has to play uh, left back. And it's an interesting back four because, really, a lot of the time, it's a back three with Vertonghen, Sanchez, and um, Aldo Vareld, because old is bombing on up the right, isn't he? Walker-Peters yeah. yep. plays left-back for England, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think we've seen him right. once for left-back for Tottenham. I don't think he's we'll hopeless. be seeing much more no, of we him. don't want him at left-back.
0: <coughs> okay. So we've got
1: a left-back for every day of the week, except Saturdays, basically. Or Sundays. You could say that. I wonder if. Well, I suppose well, what Wayne I'm says. saying is maybe the positions. If you look with a, with a window, just a matter of a couple of weeks away, I wonder if the, the positions he would be looking at would be central midfield and left back. I, I'm wondering. I'm, I'm speculating. <laughs> for you, Paul. That be the
2: bar. <laughs> <laughs> you're round. <laughs> it's your show. <shell. laughs>
1: In the Antwerp pump, we pull out the Antwerp arms. Um, you should never have done. Anyway, that. the transfer window is. Uh, Something that, needless to say, is the subject of endless speculation. I think he'll be the new new manager and a new goalkeeper. You think he'll get a new goalkeeper? Do you? Well, but I actually think. I mean, I've not been. I've been less than convinced about Gazaniga, but I thought he played. And had to play pretty well on Sunday. I think he's getting better. A lot of players, as we all know, they need games in order to. You can't really judge any player after one or two games here and there. You need to, they need to get on a run. If they get eight or ten games and they start to look good, fair enough. And maybe that's what's happening with him because he, he hasn't made any. You know, I think he could be he could be getting didn't look too bad. Didn't look like that Roberto at West Ham, <laughs> for example. Right. Anyway, while there's this lull, well, uh, well you can have another jaffecake if you like. So I'm going to do some housekeeping now. Oh, good, Paul. Get the Hoover out. I will tell you what, we do. We're doing it. We'll do a break first.
2: Hello, and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark, and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbotts, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2, a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours.
1: And we're back after the break, and uh, that has given uh, Leon, our engineer, the opportunity to ask Paul Cromer for a Jaffa cake, which was forthcoming, so that's nice. It's lovely here. It's It's like a tea party. Um, now, I, I would like to remind everyone that uh, you can get the Spurs Show season ticket for just £10 a month. And that gets you two tickets for each of our monthly events, which are always good fun, aren't they, lads?
2: They are. Fantastic.
1: And the next one, by the way, on January the 14th is with Clive Allen. Ooh. The great Clive Allen. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. And that, uh, it says here that it's the perfect Christmas gift, the Spurs Show season ticket, which when you think about it, it probably is. And a
0: Hanukkah gift. gift.
1: What? And Hanukkah gift. Any holiday you like, gift. Um, so £10 a month, as I say, two tickets for each month to the event. We always have a lovely time, usually in the Albany pub in Great Portland Street. some, But we have been known to go to the Beehive. And who knows? We may go back there. I enjoyed it at the Beehive that time. Voice of the Beehive. By the way, for additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs news show, match reports, interviews with ex-players, and much more, sign up at patreon.com forward slash Spurs show. Why not try it for a month and support this show? Very small amount. I think it's like three or four quid a month or something like that, and you get all that extra stuff, which is is a bargain, uh, which is all well worth having. Next week, which is a sort of a... I suppose it's sort of a Christmas show because it'll be the 23rd of December. It'll be a cosy affair. It'll be me, Mike Lee... And Norman J.
2: Wow. Legend
1: that is Norman J.: You bring his records Paul, with him. Paul Kramer's just gone, oh, and he's, a look of profound regret has come across his Too face. Too many he To say, I wish I was coming next <laughs> week. <Yeah. laughs> why why Weekend, couldn't I be
2: on a week when there's some talent in the room? Well, Maybe if you sober up by next week, they might ask you to sit in the corner.
1: <laughs> I might still be here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Norman so. Jay, Norman
0: went to the game on uh, Sunday. I saw pictures of Norman.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I saw those pictures yeah. as well, yeah, yeah. So good for him, yeah, yeah. going all that way. Yeah, top man. I was in Rochdale. Did I mention that? You have mentioned that, oh, yep, yeah, you I'm have. Sure. Now, uh, Paul, you mentioned earlier that you thought it would be a good idea to talk about this survey the club had done. Yet again, the old chestnut of the Y word has uh, has come up. Yeah, And uh, they Yarmolenko. published the results of a survey, and they seem to be quite inconclusive, those results. Yeah, would I, I be right so, in saying so. that? Yeah,
0: I think it was something like 26% of Spurs fans uh, would like the Y word to stop being said. And 26. 20, I think it was something like that. And 72% of Jewish fans said they'd like the Y word. 72% yeah, of Jewish to be, fans. to be right. stopped. But I don't agree. Being Jewish yeah. and a Spurs fan, I'm quite happy with that word because we now have control of that word and we have ne- negated it to mean not what it meant when it was being set us in a negative way
2: i thought so, i thought the, the, what i read about the statement i found it very contradictory the whole statement and very difficult yeah, to understand yeah. and it seemed to be written in that language that people that do those sort of surveys understand but actually probably <laughs> didn't tell them an awful lot in the end i think
1: yeah because it was inconclusive yeah yeah, yeah. and like
2: I, I think they can probably they being the powers that be can probably use that any way they like yeah yeah Yeah. they can use it any way they want
1: yeah lies damn lies and statistics statistics. here's my thing on it I've always been really really infuriated by people from other clubs Mm -hmm. and outside Chelsea yeah who, who and West Ham who say to us you can't use that word, it's racist, when the only reason we use it at all is because it was used as a term of racial abuse yeah. against us Correct. for so long. Correct, we took it and back. And by using it, as you just said, Paul, we, mm-hmm. we appropriated it for ourselves, threw it back at them, and therefore totally neutralised it as Correct. a racist insult. Correct. But, here's the but. I've always said that, I've written articles about it and everything, and but I now feel, personally, that if a large majority of Jewish fans don't want it used... I don't feel comfortable personally using it. That doesn't mean I condemn anyone, because I understand there are arguments on all sides. But I, would, I, I find it now difficult to be in a stadium chanting it when the, the only people whose opinion really matters about it are 72% mm. against it. So mm-hmm. for me, I've, I've slightly changed my position. I'm still furious with the, the absolute... <laughs> hypocrisy and nonsense of other clubs telling us about it other club supporters preaching about it and i do totally i actually love the way we appropriated it and for a while that was a great that, that actually yeah. i was in favor of when we did it and why we did it and and how it worked it really worked we because in a way we were saying you think you could make us feel bad or humiliated by associating us we with the jewish a, community uh, we wear honor. it as a badge of honor mm-hmm. we are proud to be associated with the jewish community now what are you going to say so, I mean, I'm totally down with all that, but if the Jewish community themselves don't want it...
0: well, There are other clubs like Chelsea and West Ham who have Jewish owners who have got a lot of soul-searching to do yes. in their own backyards. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. And I think they should leave us to do what we want to do. And those 72% of 72%, I'd like to see that but uh, it
2: was 72% of Jewish fans Do You have yeah, to remember? Yeah. so it wasn't 72% of no yeah. not in regular was, fans of course I might have those
0: figures wrong but I think that's pretty much accurate at the top of my head of. but I, I, all my friends who happen to be go who are Jewish use that word and yeah. don't have a problem with yeah. it Okay, so, yeah. so you've got different strains of yeah.
1: it's Judaism, not, it's you've got a, orthodoxy and absolutely.
0: reform and liberal and whatever so yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> as long as the reformers and the liberals want to carry on using it it's fine by me
1: yeah, okay. I'm, and I'm not going to well, stop saying thor- it. It's a thorny issue.
0: Especially my Kosher Deli thing. I'm not going to stop using my Kosher Deli. That, yeah. that, my Kosher Deli shirt has had more photographs taken of it yeah. than any other Spurs fan wearing shirt in the last two seasons. Yeah. Is that so, an official stat? Can you, yeah. 72% okay. of the photos. I, I, I think 72% of <laughs> the South Koreans who sit around me <laughs> <Right>. have taken <laughs> pictures
1: of that shirt. Well, that's good. Okay. Um, Paul, tell us a bit about your new job, by the way.
0: My new job is working in the London Borough of Haringey, mm. which also encompasses a lovely football club called Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. And um, so my job now is I am the circle manager, inspiring, enabling, and connecting the over-50s community in the Borough of Haringey, which is a very vast ba- borough. Well, As you a, both know, guys, because you both live, you live in the east side okay, of yeah. the borough. Of you no, live, I
1: live in the west. You
0: live part. in the east side. I'm pointing yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rob lives, lives now lives in the east side. East, yeah, and you live in the west. That's right. But and We're both Haringey. You're both Haringey. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't. When you
1: When you turn fifty, come back we, to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've uh, I'm comfortably past my thirtieth birthday.
0: Right. Okay.
2: So, so where, where can you go to find out more
0: information about so, this organisation? Well, we're launching next year, so thanks for that, Rob. Oh, you're launching
1: well, yeah, next year? Okay. We
0: haven't launched yeah, it yet, I so see. I'm just there now. No wonder they
1: haven't <laughs> answered the phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too busy drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we had a leaving. meeting we, we had a lots of meetings. We had a Christmas due today, okay, and for all the volunteers, in the fantastic San Marco, Restaurant in Bruce, Bruce Grove, Grove. Yeah. and then which is a an, an establishment you yeah. both know, and okay. then we went for a leaving drink at the Antwerp Arms yeah. for the gorgeous Siobhan Kenny, who's leaving. <laughs> what, before you even launched it? Well, it's something I said. And she's oh leaving God. to uh, it's not become. It's she's, <laughs> she's going to become a social worker, and uh, so back to my job. I'm basically <laughs> going to be reaching out and connecting with the over fifties community in Tottenham,
1: and arranging lots of events.
0: That's great. It's an amazing job. Yeah.
1: It's the job. And I presume. Yeah, it's a fantastic for me. Job. And- yeah, it'll you know, be right there in the heart of Tottenham and, and you'll be um, I'm based working in, with Tottenham a bit. And I'm based in Tottenham Town
0: Hall. So right. when we do our victory parade next spring yeah. for the FA Cup, yeah. they'll be starting from my office, basically. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'll be working with the Tottenham Hotspur
1: Foundation. Love it. Which is a great charity. And
0: we'll be doing tours with Martin Murphy and uh, Mel Wheeler, who are both uh, theatrical tours tour guides yeah. uh, of the stadium.
1: Oh, are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Are they? God, am I a Two guides at the stadium?
0: Oh gosh, have I? No, oh, okay. Maybe can we edit that bit out? Why? And, uh, Why do we have
1: to edit it out? Is
0: that controversial? No, <laughs> not in any way at all. The and, uh, and they both love their jobs, obviously. Okay.
1: The only reason I'm, b- listeners, if you're confused as to why I find that remarkable, they're both, they're both former guests, so Martin Murphy's a very regular I, guest, and Mel's been on the show as well, that's why. So yeah. now there they are. There they are, Official guiding th- people. Two guides at the, the, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They are, indeed. And, um,
0: and very good they are, too.
1: Yeah. Good. Well, let's move on now because there is one very, very, very exciting subject on our agenda here that we haven't talked about and that is the forthcoming home game with the Chels. Wow. That game. Who would have thought... I mean, I know you don't like Mourinho, but who would have thought just a month ago that we'd be going into this game with a chance of overtaking them that quickly? And by the way, we've lost one game. It's not like we won True. every game. But yeah. they 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 have hit a real sticky patch, which a lot of us thought they would mm-hmm. because they're young and he's young and still, you know, wet behind the ears, the manager. And they've really, they've really hit a, a bad patch. And, of course, it's coincided with us getting on a really good run. And all of a sudden, we thought it would take us maybe the entire season to catch them up and, and maybe catch them at the line. And here we are. If we, on, if we win on Sunday by any score, we go above them.
0: Okay. Well, I think when there were still 70, 72 points still to play for, people writing us off from a top four finish was a little bit premature Mm. and we were 12 points behind Chelsea a few weeks back and now we're only three points behind so obviously a win on Sunday will take us above them and we'll be in the top four because of our superior goal difference because of our way superior goal difference and they are on a bad run not as bad run as the lot from Woolwich who've won one in 12 ha 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 (laughs) Uh, and uh, yeah it's great listen I want us to win every game.
1: Yeah,
0: doesn't mean I have to love the manager.
1: No, 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 no. But, but,
2: but I think it's I think it's it's great that we're all excited about this game. Oh yeah, exactly. as opposed rather, to
1: rather than dreading it, which we would dreading have been. it.
2: And yeah. it was there was a, a, a I don't want to to particularly dwell on the Pochettino stuff but yeah. it was a horrible atmosphere yeah, absolutely and it just wasn't that much fun going to, to, to a game yeah. this is all fun everybody's up yeah. for this Yeah, totally
0: it's now become and fun you again you're right and you And your life and, and, Mourinho
2: will have a great plan on Sunday that plan may not
1: go according it might not work to, but he'll have a plan it may
2: not work but he will have a plan because there's nothing more he would like yeah. than beating Chelsea and going above them
1: yeah absolutely right let's hope so and of course on form we'll actually go into the game favourites which again that, we, that yeah, would have been unthinkable would, exactly. a few weeks ago yeah, it'd
0: be funny if they come and park the bus that would be ironic wouldn't it
1: yeah I don't know if, if, um, if Lampard's got that yeah, in, his, I don't know. in his locker I don't know if he has he's got good players let's not forget that they have got
0: but they've sold their players. best player which is why they're struggling isn't it yeah. another reason they're yeah, struggling
1: yeah. so true. their best player's gone that's true and these, these players a lot of their really good players are very young mm. and can't necessarily turn it on for 90 minutes week in week out mm. but they are bloody good the youngsters
0: and they've got European football as well, which is obviously tiring them.
1: Yeah, as 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 have we. Yeah, uh, as have we. Yeah. The one thing I would say about you is a great time to play them because they not only are they on a bad run form wise, not only are they, are they a young side who are suffering from a bit of fatigue and a bit of mental doubt, but it's just before the transfer window. Now, in this transfer window, they you know their ban has been lifted and they could really mm. you know mm. they could strengthen they could buy two or three get two or three in if they if they can, if they're available they'll have the money if they want to and they'll feel inclined to do it because of the lifting of the bag. I just, I
0: just wonder if any of their youngsters might have a point to prove.
1: To, what, because of that? Maybe, the, maybe they need... Oh, to Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. You know,
0: because he didn't pick them, obviously, when he was there.
1: Yeah, but they're, not, they're actually so young that when he yeah, was there, they were probably children. They're too young, children. Yeah, I mean Mason man and Hudson Adoy. He could have picked them up from school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, but I mean they're a good side. You look forward to this game a because we think we've got a good chance, but also because you just think this is this could be a great, a really good game. And those Tottenham Chelsea games when both of them are flying, or, or when there's a lot, of, you know, there's a lot of state. You think about you think back to the great ones, the one where we beat them after all those years with Lennon and mm. the Lennon winner, wasn't it? From yep. and Robbie Keane's cross. Or you think back to, um, of course, the 5-1 five, five, in the semi-final. You think back to the Wembley League Cup win the last time we won a bloody trophy. Mm. You think back to all of those things and <laughs> and it feels it's got a feel. Oh, what about the 5-3 as well, of course, on New, New Year's Day? Yes. Like, wow. Yeah. We, we, we almost threw it away, away didn't, didn't we? we?
0: we were, what was it? That, four, was the
1: game, that was the game that signalled, hold on a minute, this guy Pochettino, we're a, we are actually we could be a serious outfit here. And mm. Kane was great in that game, wasn't he? He scored a goal and mm. So it feels like the build-up to this game feels like that sort of thing. And it's great. That's a great, that's a great feeling. And the new stadium as well. In fact, we haven't had any of the big teams, apart from in the Champions League when we had City. But in the league, we haven't had any of the big teams come, have we? No.
2: Uh, Liverpool not played there? No. no. No? Okay.
1: We haven't. No, we've played a lot. A lot but we've as it happens, they've been away. Yeah, we have. So this is the first big, big, big game in the league in the new stadium. So another reason to be excited. How do we think it'll go? Over to you, Rob. I think
2: we'll win quite heavily. Really? Heavily? Oh, yeah, I'm going for heavily wow. after that. 4-2. 4-2 is not that heavy, yeah. but it's... Lots of goals. Lots of goals, yeah. yeah. Both Definitely. teams
1: score freely and let goals in. They? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, having said that, Chelsea stopped scoring a bit, but they only stopped scoring against teams that, that, that are you know well, parking the bus. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Go on.
0: Three-point lane. For Spurs. Not Chelsea. I'm going to go. Did you say four two? I
2: did say four two.
0: Yeah. You could go
2: four two as well. No, I'm going to.
0: No, I'm going to go three one. Three one. Harry, Delhi, and Sonny (laughs) to
1: score. Okay, take it. Yeah. Who's going to score for them?
0: Own goal by Aurier.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, I hadn't. uh, You know, we've got we've got quicker than I expected to the predictions, but uh, since we are doing them. Yeah, I, I could see us definitely winning that game. A 3-1 feels like, a, feels like a quite a good scoreline, but I don't, I'll, I'll just do my own scoreline and say, what did you say? 4-2. 4-2, yeah. i <laughs> will say <What> uh, terrible <laughs> memories. We've yeah. got. The Alzheimer's has kicked in early <laughs> here. she never have smoked all that gear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You told um, me it was a jazz cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll win it 2-0. I think we'll do a really solid job on them. I don't think they'll get many chances, and I think we'll, I think Harry Kane will have a good day. Sunday. So you might score a couple of... 4.30. Four 4.30, OK. Yeah. Thank God we had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, it's all right getting there early. It's getting there late. That's the problem. Yeah. So, can we talk about the European draw? Very good idea.
0: What do you think of it? I think it's
1: fantastic. Yeah. It's, the, it's arguably... It's one of the two that we wanted, isn't it, in terms of progressing. The other, the other good one might have been Valencia. They're not a bad side. There are no bad sides, obviously, no, in this no. draw. But um, Leipzig, they certainly do a small club compared to the others.
0: Yeah, we can do them over two legs. And a lot of the best teams now, bigger teams, say, hey, whatever. Are playing each other. playing each other. Yeah. Which helps us no end. Yeah. And then we've only got to get through, how many more games after this? If we get through this, the last eight, last four, yeah, final. Yeah. yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. It will... Semi-final. Yeah. yeah. And we know, and the it's great thing about our, we've got our team and a right. manager. For both of them, it's not uncharted territory. Yeah. yeah. They know how to get there. And
0: there's the history of the team that won it or loses it, goes yeah, on and wins it the following season. Can do. Like Liverpool just did. yeah, And yeah. it happened can recently happen. with another team. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> was it Chelsea? Uh, yeah. Possibly. Could have been. <laughs> don't, remember. don't remember. It's gone out
1: of my head now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a good draw, definitely. Uh, yeah, and as you say, I mean, once you're in the quarterfinals, as we learned last year. Last year, we, when the quarterfinal draw was made last year, I remember I was on a recce and it came on in the car and I thought, oh, no. That's the end of that because we got Man City yeah. mm. so at the time, we were the best team in Europe mm. by popular consent, and we got through through that. And... He played a
0: very strange team at our ground, didn't he? Though I think De Bruyne was on the bench, and there was other. He was. I think he got cocky.
1: Well, maybe. Guad Pep guad. Maybe, but never. Anyway, we got through and we can do it again. We can do it again. It's exciting times. It's like what Rob said. Suddenly you love football again. Suddenly you want to watch Match of the Day. You want to pick up all the. You want to read everything that's going on and you're just back in love with football. And that, that when your team's Mm. playing, not just not getting results, but playing in a lacklustre manner, it saps your enthusiasm for the whole game, doesn't it?
2: But also when you know something's wrong and you can't quite. You've got no power to change it. We've got no power to change it at all. So.
0: Kieran Trippier will be playing against Liverpool, won't he?
2: He will be. You will, yes. yeah. So there you go again. Mm.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. And I, well, yeah, go on, go on. No, well, no, no, I going to say on. a
2: big thank you to the guys at Vision Sport because I got a lovely package, early Christmas present. Oh, oh what co- you got a copy of the Steve Perriman book. Did you? Yeah. Oh, They never sought me out. Personally, oh, they personally they signed with a lovely Can dedication, we... actually, from well, Steve. Well, I did
1: say hello to Steve from you in last oh, okay. week's show. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe that's what it was.
2: Because I've obviously I've been lucky enough to meet him. Met him a few times yeah, no, actually. He, he was and uh, <laughs> just a just a really nice message lovely. inside. It. A lovely thing. It's yeah. a great book. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm, I know I, I, the book if, is if, fantastic. if, if you haven't had bought Christmas
0: present yet? Can I tell my very embarrassing Steve perriman story? Okay. Because <laughs> now well, we
1: can always edit it out.
0: <laughs> so when I was a kid, and I used to go down to Chessen for training when the players were training at Chessen. Yes. Way back before yeah. you were born.
1: Yeah, no, I remember. I used
0: to go down to Chessen during yeah. the holidays. And get autographs. Yeah. And there was one occasion where I got Steve Perryman's autograph. And on the fifth occasion that I went up to him on that afternoon to get his autograph, he went through my autograph book and he went there, <laughs> there, <laughs> there. He was only about. Was what do you mean? He showed you all the times he did. And I went. Yeah, but Steve, five of yours are worth one of Martin Peters. So you know. Oh, he like, did you like that? Not really. No. But I was a kid. You know, <laughs> you I was you cheeky. Were in the day, were you? I was selling them oh well it was before eBay come yeah. on <laughs> so no I was just you know using keen. the collateral of uh, but yeah I was but keen I, I was a keen anyway. probably not the sixth time no. <laughs> no no but I didn't want to ever bring it up I got to now say... I have I've <clears> confessed
1: confessed just so what I would say to the listeners, if you haven't heard the, um, oh, if you haven't listened to the Steve Perriman ones, they're, they're great parts one and two. Steve Perriman is, is excellent company and he's got lots to say. And it's really, he's really not like your average football interviewee. He's got lots of things to say about lots of different aspects and he, he provides lots of insight and he's a, he's a great bloke to have a conversation with, basically. I learned
0: more from listening to those two shows yeah. than pretty much any other guest that's been on, Yeah, including. Yeah, present company. Really? Yeah, he's great. He's just was so insightful, and he just nailed it. You Is know, it... just stuff you wouldn't think about. Yeah, yeah. So detailed. Top top. Fantastic level. podcasts, both yeah. of them. Available on all
1: usual yeah. formats. Yeah. Nice one, Paul. <laughs> so that I think that could that's a good <laughs> note to end on. Uh, Paul and Rob, thank you both. So- oh, Paul's got something else to he's say. he's going to do
0: my Mike Rollo impression That's <laughs> yes, we're signing off. It's yeah. a bit late now, but
1: go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely excellent well thank you so much uh Cheers. paul and rob for coming along and uh, this is Thea delaney saying get with you spurs this is a playback media production get all the associated links for this podcast
0: at spurshow.net sports
1: social podcast network